hey, hey, hey. It's a TFL podcast. Coming at you with a very special, very special solo pod here with Row on the Boat. And I know what you're thinking. Mate, why why are you doing two pods this week? Well, it's because the guys out in the TFL, out in the home league, been in my ear, having a go at me, making 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 life a, just a living hell. No, not really. But they wanted something for the league. They wanted something for us. So here I am. Here I am to give you some insights into what's happening in in the TFL at the moment. If you've been following us the last few years, you know that we're we're big big home league guys. We love what goes on in our in our redraft league, the TFL. We've been going for a while. That's what started the pod. So here you go. You got me unfiltered. Archer's still away. He's still holidaying up in Cairns, up in Queensland. Loving it. Good on him. Lucky, lucky, lucky him. Anyway, what we're going to jump into is I'm going to go through a special week that we have twice a year, twice every season, and that's that's our rivalry week. Very special week. And good thing that Arch isn't here, really, because suck it, mate. I beat you. Oh, it was a good feeling. Oh, it's such a good feeling. 100 points to 98. Rounded that. Let's be honest. I'm not going to give you the point two twos and the point eight eights here. Doesn't matter. 100 points to 98. Straight up. Arch. Suck it, mate. Beat you. And very nice to hold hold on to the golden calculator. That's right. If you've, if you've been with us, you might recognize that we have these little golden uh, items that we fight for. So me and Arch, golden calculator. Now, forgive me, boys, if I forget the rest of your little trophies that we're going for here. But either way. What I just want to say to Arch is I beat you with Kirk Cousins. That's the best. <laughs> That's the best thing about this. Picking up your Minnesota quarterback and taking it to you. So there you go. Straight up. Rivalry week. I always have trouble with that word. 1-0 for old around the boat here. So let's go through the others. All the TFL boys, I'm sure you're very, very excited to hear me talk about each of these matchups. So next up, we had How Me Some Marys taking on Fried Egg Friends. This is Craig and Ben, and they play for the Wong Weggs Bowl. So they uh, got this little statue, I think, of these gold-painted Barbie legs. <laughs> anyway, Craig takes it home with a meager st- score of 83 points against Ben's even crappier score of 65. So boys, lift your game. Seriously, lift your game. And notable plays here. Oh, really none. Let's be honest. Chris Carson scoring 15 points for Craig. Oh, well done, mate. That's solid, I suppose. Look, Friday friends, Ben, you really had a bit of a stinker. You played Rondell Moore, mate, as your wide receiver. That stinks. You should. Why the heck did you not play Jamar Chase? He scored a touchdown the first two weeks and he, he didn't want to go with him again. He scored two t- receiving touchdowns on your bench. So let's just be honest. Poor coaching there, Ben. Poor coaching. So <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up. Craig lucky. Craig, lu- Craig lucky to get away with it. Had Craig, on the, on the other hand, had New Orleans D against Mac Jones. You would have thought that you'd play New Orleans D. No, he played Las Vegas D against Miami. Look, I can understand it there, but hey, you've left 20 points hanging on the bench. So again, look. 
poor, poor outing, boys. Poor outing. And look, Craig, you're lucky. I'm just, you're lucky to win this one. Let's be honest. All right. We're, we're churning through these because we want to get into, I'm going to give a bit of an analysis of what's happening in each person's team here. So we'll get going through the rivalry week recap. We've got the Cheeseheads taking on the Marlin Spikes. It's Chewy and Jonesy, the, uh, some stalwart warts of the league here and focus on the warts there. So you've got Chewy coming in, lucky, oh, real close, real close, 89.84 points to 85.74 points. Chewy, Chewy man, he takes the, takes the cake here. And let's look, notable plays here. James Robinson's coming into his own, and lucky, I think, that he's playing him on the field there. This was a you know, big week for James Robinson. Carlos Hyde really didn't factor in at all in week three. And looking on the other side, though, oh, AJ Brown. Look, really, Jonesy should have won this. Let's be honest. He's got AJ Brown there in his wide receiver spot for 0.3. That stings big time, especially when he could have had Brandon Cooks there with a nice 16 points as well. Rich would have easily taken the cake for you there. So that's, look, a bit stiff, bit stiff. But at the unfortunately, that's, that's fantasy football, isn't it? You have to just ride it. You have to write it. Either way, both these guys are two and one after three weeks in the TFL. So, well done, Chewy. But again, guys, sub 90 scores. We're playing half PPR here. You got a pretty stock standard lineup and sub 90. Whoa. It's not what you want at this point of the year. Next up, oh, they were playing for the Porcelain Bowl, mind you. Love, love that. Love that. Golden Toilet. Next up, we have James and Brad, two of our resident science teachers in the TFL. James is running by committee this this year and, and Brad's the age-old touch up and down. Love that. Fantastic. Touch up and down. Takes the cake with an 88.7. I know I said I'd get rid of the points, but hey, I'm just going to say it here. Uh, James with the 63 points. Big games from a few people here and I think we've got a lucky a lucky coach in, in uh, old Brad. Got Alexander Madison. Chucked him into the flex. Well done. Paid a Attention to the news. Uh, Zeke Elliott as well, really holding down the fort there. Russ Wilson, sub sub 17 points, really. That's uh, unfortunate there, but still enough to take the win. James, on the other hand, has got Lamar Jackson there. He's got Mike Evans. Yes, great. Played Daryl Henderson. Wrong choice. Uh, should have been paying more attention to the news there. Could have played either James Conner or Naeem Hines. I think I, rem- I, I remember saying to you, James, you should probably play Naeem Hines. I think I remember saying that to you in the office. So, mate, uh, shame on you. Shame on you. And that's a that's a sad loss there. 63 points, James. Pick up your game. Next up, we've got the Artful Dodgers, the, the champs from last year. They're 0-3, guys. Blommy here takes his first win in rivalry week. Loving that. Big scores, mind you. Drogi's unlucky. It posts 112. He would have beaten... 10, uh, sorry, nine of the nine of the teams, or eight of the other teams, sorry, that he would have been nine with 112. Real solid score. Over, out did his projection, although I don't know how much we want to read into Yahoo projections, let's be honest. But Blommy, oh, big week, big week. He's got the Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams stack going on. Loving that. And he's got 123 points on the week. Love that score, third highest point total for the week. Yes, that's right. Third highest point total. If you're tracking along, interesting matchup to have next. But both of these teams looking really strong for the rest of the year. Saquon Barkley 
uh, is should be coming into his own. So Georgie's loving that. Hopefully, he's got Justin Herbert and Keenan Allen. So he really had this interesting stack here, stack off with Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen on one side and Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams on the other side. The Green Bay stack just getting the job done, helped by DeAndre Swift, helped by Chris Godwin, helped by the Cleveland defense. But either way, it was a cracking matchup. So hats off to both of you boys. I think the deal here is that uh, Drogi has to take uh, Adrian, Adrian Blom, Blommy. That's it. Full name here on the podcast there, Blommy. Lucky you. Drogi has to take Blommy out for a pass to lunch next time they're at school, back when school holidays are off. So enjoy that, Blommy. Enjoy that pasta. Uh, I think they got a fast pass. Hey? Last up, we've got, uh, the golden shuttlecock is what they're fighting for here. We've got Ben and Farley. Farley, new addition to the league this year. And mind you, hasn't he done a great job getting the win this week, Ben and Farley, with 135 to Josh's 126. The the biggest and the second highest scores of the week. I love to see this, but it stings. It stings. You've got Ben and Farley here. Chalking up a win. Josh Allen at quarterback. Najee Harris and Austin Eckler both firing for, at the running back position. DJ Moore. It's just old get old the uh, old Jets. Absolute. Well, not the New York Jets. Thankfully, all guns, all fantastic, except for Robert Tonyan. So, uh, Robert Tonyan could have had Logan Thomas in there instead. Could have had another nine points added to their score, mind you. So, setting themselves up real nicely here, Green Boy Tackers. Ben, ben Farley. Patriot Stallion, on the other hand, Josh, look now, props to his team. Second highest scorer for the week. You've got Mahomes there. You've got Mike Williams, who is absolutely firing. He had to play Trey Sermon. Well, still got him 10 points, obviously, with that rushing touchdown, but have to be nervous about that second running back spot. OBJ's on his bench. Christian Kirk's on his bench. So he's he's set wide receiver, but that that running back position is a, is a tough one. Although anchored by Derek Henry. So I love that. Either way, tough one there. Ben and Farley there with the golden cock. Yes, you heard me right there. So here's the standings at the end of three three weeks. You've got, well, how's this? No one is 3-0. and No one's 3-0. and Love that for the league. Real tight. So you've got Cheeseheads, Touch Up and Down, Green Boy Dackers, myself, uh, the Marlin Spikes, How Me Some Marys, Running by Committee. So that's seven of us at two and one. Really tight. Love love that for the league. Patriot Stallion, hard done by. This guy's got <laughs> Patriot Stallion has the highest points for in the league and is one and two. Maybe that's you out there. If you're not one of the TFL list, uh, participants, if you're just listening because you like to hear what's going on in other home leagues, well, maybe this is you. The, Josh here is, he's going to have a fantastic re- rest of season, let's be honest. But to put up the most points for the first three weeks and be one and two, it's real stiff. Arch, one and two. Come on, mate. Lift your game. Blommy, Wongy, one and two. And then you've got Drogi, zero and three. Probably undeservedly so. But, hey, there's so much time to kill, so, yeah, to go in in this in this league. So, love the extra week this year. There's more time for you to catch up, all that kind of stuff. So, let's quickly look through some of the teams here. We'll go through. Uh, here's my team. I'll start with my stuff at the top, of course. Kirk Cousins, quarterback. I'll be streaming most weeks. Terry McLaurin. Gun, love the matchup this week against Atlanta. I've got Brandon Ayuk, and boy, am I glad to see him getting back into the game because I was super nervous. Alvin Kamara, Melvin Gordon, that's the issue. Melvin Gordon's the issue. At the moment, it's handling me fine. He's been all right. He's putting, putting out points, but 
But come week 10, I'm really nervous about what that my running back two spot's going to look like. I lost James White off the bench, so that hurts. Darren Waller's my tight end, though. Oh, I love Darren Waller. Give me more 12 target weeks every every week. Darren Waller's absolute jet. Coming up against the Chargers, should be in line for a great week. Fingers crossed. Deontay Johnson rounds off my flex spot. Bench, Pittman Jr., LaVisca, didn't play him this week. Should have. 14 points Thursday night football. Thank you very much. Sitting on Trey Lance, still holding, still waiting to see what happens there. Yeah, really intrigued by that. Oh, hopefully, I don't drop him and then he gun, like you know guns it in the second half of the, of the season or whatever. But it's a roster, it's a bench spot that I'm, I hate holding on to. James White, he's he's off, he's gone. Uh, JD McKissick, Zach Pascal, and you got Michael Thomas there sitting on my IR. So just just waiting on that. So either way, I like my lookout. R- running back two spot is kind of where it hurts. Marlon Spikes, Jonesy, he is sitting in fifth place at the moment, two on one. I mean, we're all two on one, so standings doesn't really matter. He's got Jalen Hurts, love that. Picked him up really late. I wish I had him instead. Oh, well. Cooper Cup, Brandon Cooks, two absolute gun wide receivers. Brandon Cooks, continually underrated. So love that for Jonesy. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, though, is stinking up his RB1 spot. Let's be honest, Jonesy. It's not the result you want. And he's got Miles Sanders there as he's RB2. Both of these guys are playing the same game this weekend. So we'll, let's see if the KC Philly game really lives up to the high point total that Vegas is putting up there. He's got Kyle Pitts waiting for that breakout for Kyle Pitts, but oh, just don't know where Kyle Pitts will land. He, top 10 tight end for sure, but top six, oh, hard to tell. Kenny Golladay wrapping up at his flex, but that's because he's got AJ Brown. He's got Dalvin Cook sitting on his bench, didn't play this week. He's got Elijah Mitchell. So three guys here that should come back in to really bolster his team. So I really like that. You're looking at potentially Clyde Edwards-Hilaire going, Kenny Golladay going, and AJ Brown, Davil Cook coming straight back in. Uh, Elijah Mitchell, who knows what he's going to turn into as well. So Jonesy, love your teammate. It's going to – bodes well for you. Now let's talk about Arch. Old Arch. And he's not here to rebut anything, so sucked in. Tom Brady, quarterback, love that. Chase Claypool, solid, but, you know, who knows where Claypool's really going to sit in a week-to-week basis. Tyler Lockett, again, oh, questionable. Where's he going to end up? I mean, he's had an amazing first couple of weeks, dudded last week, but, hey, we'll we'll see where he goes. I, I, I love Tyler Lockett as a player, for sure. Joe Mixon, oh, Joe Mixon's just... Is he just a guy? That's the biggest question for me. Is he just a guy or is he actually worthy of a top 10 uh, or top five running backs? Uh, is he that kind of caliber? Not sure. Aaron Jones, though, absolute jet. Love that for him. Tyler Higby's good. CeeDee Lamb's good. On his bench, he's got Antonio Brown, Mike Davis, Jacoby Myers, sneaky pick there. Brian Edwards, Tony Jones, and Darrell Williams. So those last three bench spots for Arch, real rubbish. <laughs> Not what you love in a 12-team league, that's for sure. His starting team is good, but I just questioned the depth. Either way, he could he he, he could be better than one and two, that's for sure. Next up, Cheeseheads, two-man, first place. He's two and one. He's got Colin Murray, DK Metcalf, Adam Thielen, who's you know still showing he's got it. Nick Chubb, love that. James Robinson, that uptick for James Robinson is going to be absolutely fantastic for him, scoring 20, 20 points this week. I uh, love that. Noah Fant, again, Where's he sit in tight end land? Unsure. Devonta Smith's his flex. Not so sure about that. When you look at his bench, though, Chewy's depth is questionable. Ronald Jones, Darnell Mooney, Russell Gage, Philip Lindsay, Carlos Hyde, who was a healthy scratch, mind you, Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram and Philip Lindsay, mate. What the heck are you doing there? <laughs> Houston running backs are 
atrocious. Russell Gage has shown nothing. Darnell Mooney is yet to bounce. His starting lineup's fine, but Chewy, you've got to work on that depth. Seriously. Seriously worried for you there. Next up, Craig. How many some Marys? Love Craig. Takes his takes it real seriously, this. And I love it. So much so that, you know, he you tell, you can tell the emotion that Craig has. He he's just just wavers on every little decision. Now, Christian McCaffrey, though, was his first pick. <laughs> Gone for the next few weeks. That hurts. That stings. I know he's been fielding trade offers, but he's going to hold. I think he should hold. He's got Cordero Patterson sitting in his flex. You know, handy little pickup. Zach Moss has shown something, but it's been garbage time. Can he actually do this in the real thing? Chris Carson, solid, but mm, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, he's not a top 24 wide receiver, but he's sitting there in, in, in that spot. Debo Samuel, Dak Prescott. George Kittle, again, what is happening with Kittle? Not so sure. Craig, there's good things about your team, but it needs to pop. It needs to pop, and it's without McCaffrey there to anchor your team, genuinely worried about what's going to happen there for those. It's very volatile. Let's just say that. Juju Smith-Schuster on the bench, Sammy Watkins, Will Fuller, Kenneth Gainwell, Quintus Cephas, Curtis Samuel, all sitting there on the bench. I don't know if any of them can rescue the team. I don't know if any of them will will be people that you can kind of rely on week in and week out. So that lack of kind of top 12 in any position, except for Dak Prescott and George Kittle, but again, who knows what you're going to get out of those positions each week, does hurt your teammate. So not loving it. Next up, we've got Horse. The highest point totals for the first three weeks, Patriot Stallion. Patrick Mahomes up top, Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, Derek Henry, Devin Singletary, ugh, gross, Mark Andrews, Odell Beckham Jr. Like the, like everything there except RB2. Uh, it's RB2, Devin Singletary. That hurts. He's got Trey Sermon. Who knows what he's going to be, become this year? Really, really interesting. Is, is he going to take over from Elijah Mitchell or is or is he not? Julio Jones on the bench. So if he's out this week, obviously can't play him. Marquise Brown, Elijah Moore. Still a lot of questions around Elijah Moore. Could be, though, second half of the year. Just be patient with him, everybody. Christian Kirk, again, he's, he's showed that he can have big weeks as well. So he's got stuff there, but that second running back, real questionable, Josh. So you might have to maybe get to work on some trades. He's got some guys on the bench there, some wide receivers that I think he could move for a good running back. So keep an eye out for that. Blommy. Got the Green Bay stack, like we said earlier. Plus he has Tyreek Hill. Plus he has DeAndre Swift. Kareem Hunt is an every week flex. Love that for, for Kareem. Dawson Knox in that tight end, you know, against Houston this week. That's fine. So obviously he's going to move that tight end spot around pretty weakly. Chris Godwin to round out the starting lineup. Then on the bench, Chase Edmonds, solid. Cortland Sutton is really solid. Michael Carter, uh, Hunter Renfro, if you need him in a pinch. Cole Beasley, I think still really highly underrated. Uh, can be really solid. This is half PPR though, so not as good as a full PPR. Then he's picked up Rashad Bateman, who's coming back from injuries. He's designated to return, so you like that. Give a have a little punt on a on a wide receiver there that we don't really haven't seen anything of yet. Either way, I mean he's stacked at wide receiver. He's he's really solid at running back. Blommy can go can go far. I think he's he should be good. James running by committee. Lamar Jackson, fantastic. DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, really good, but Mike Evans, volatile. Unsure where he's going to finish up this year. Jonathan Taylor, oh, man, he's been disappointing. Hasn't he just? Been really disappointing. Should 
hopefully he bounces back some point, right? Or is he just he's maybe his team isn't good enough anymore for him to be that running back to carry the team into the last quarter and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, worried about Jonathan Taylor there, James. Daryl Henderson should be solid when healthy. Dallas Scott is tight end, eh, whatever. Naeem Hines at sitting at the flex, bench, rugs, James Conner, Jalen Waddle, Jared Cook, Juwan Johnson, a couple of guys there like Juwan Johnson that you dumped on early, but again, probably not going to see in the starting lineup unless really, uh, really are in dire straits. So James, I like your team at points, but there's a lot of question marks, too many question marks for my liking. So you're going to have to fight hard here, mate. Now, Drudgy. Up to Drodgy next, the Uffle Drodgers champion from last year. 0-3, that hurts. But he's got the team to carry him through. Unfortunately, he made a mistake this week and played Marvin Jones as his wide receiver too. Coaching error, only scored 3.9 points, mate. That hurts. I would have definitely played Robert Woods in a high-scoring game over him easily. And he's got Keenan Allen there in the flex. Smart move, right? Put your latest players in the flex. That's a smart thing to do. Either way, Keenan Allen there in the flex, Marvin Jones, and oh, he's got to ride that 3.9. That stings. Saquon Barkley at running back on the up, on the up. So let's see how he goes against a really tough defense in New Orleans. Tuba Hubbard's there as, as a running back. So he spent his fab on Tuba Hubbard. I don't know if I'm if we're going to see a great game from Tuba Hubbard. I, yeah. Tuba Hubbard sits in that awkward spot of I'm actually not sure if he's good Royce Freeman's also there so I think the split is not going to be friendly either like I'd be playing Tony Pollard which is on his bench or Miles Gaskett I'd be playing probably both those guys over Tuba Harvard that's just me I know different people will not agree with that Rob Gronkowski is his tight end really solid on the bench he's got Stafford don't know really why you have a QB as you're on the bench mate no one needs two QBs let's be honest Robert Woods, Jamal Williams, AJ Green. Look, there's solid pieces there. I, I, Georgie should be competing. The way he's like being zero and three stings, it hurts. Especially now he's played Marvin Jones Jr. Who got to have some big games from Diggs and Justin Herbert, Ken Allen, and the like. But still, you're in a good spot, mate. Don't don't worry too much. Next up, touch up and down, Brad. Solid team: Russell Wilson, Calvin Ridley, DJ Chark. Oh, DJ Chark on field. Really stinks. Really stinks. So uh, touch, touch up and down. Brad's playing. He's playing Drogi. So D, Brad has to wear DJ Chuck zero. Drogi has to wear uh, Marvin Jones' 3.9. I think they're both, you know, it kind of levels it out for him. Brad here's got Zeke and, and Monty, DJ Hawkinson, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick, super underrated. Really like what Tim Patrick can do, especially now where everyone else is injured uh, except for Sutton and him. So they'll ride that. On the bench, Robbie Anderson, who knows what's going on with him. Alexander Madison, very useful in a pinch, obviously, if Cook's injured. MVS, eh, Josh Jacobs, eh, AJ Dillon, you know, got the got the little backup there. Brad's team's good on, on paper, but I think he needs to work at wide receiver. That's really where he's got some need there. Yeah, wide receiver for sure. See if you can shore that up, Brad. Two more to go. We've got Friday friends, Wongy here. Solid team. And he's played Jamar Chase today, as he should have. 10.7. That's okay. You can ride that, mate. Don't stress. Antonio Gibson, Leonard Fournette, and running back. Travis Kelsey, though. Love that. Alan Robinson. Man, has he stunk it up this year. 
far out. And you think with Justin Fields, hopefully Justin Fields, you know, recognizes that, okay, Robinson's the best receiver on the team. Let's just keep throwing at him. So he sh- should do that. Amari Cooper and Jamar Chase, like I said, Brian Tanner, who is a QB on the bench. He's got some solid pieces in Damian Harris and uh, Sterling Shepard when healthy is usually pretty good. You can put him in the wide receiver to pinch. Rondell Moore, again, interesting to see what he does this week against a real tough defense of the Rams. He's still a rookie. He's still learning. Yes, there's key plays for him, but I'm not sure if you can trust it. Kenyon Drake, eh, whatever. Justin Fields, yeah, I don't want to hold on to him just yet. I mean, look, Detroit this week, this could be the week that Justin Fields runs you know, runs for 80 yards and throws for 250 and a few touchdowns. Like that's that's very much in the realm of possibility, but he needs to be sure of himself. And Alan Robinson needs to be the guy that he focuses on. Kendrick Bourne is picked up as a, as a speculative pick. Jerry Judy on IR there as well. Uh, so that's, yeah, an interesting one as well. Los Angeles is D. Anyway, so Wongi, you've got some good pieces there, but I think what I'd be looking at, at, at thinking about is going, how can I... How can I trade up at running back with Antonio Gibson to Fournette there? Gibson really, oh, he's losing time to McKissick, which hurt, and then Fournette. Fournette is a, you know, he, look, it depends what Brady wants to do. That's really, really what's up to. So question marks there, question marks there. Damian Harris on the bench is good though. So he's, he's pretty, he's pretty sure thing for what he can give you in terms of like RB2 production. Last up, we've got Green Boy Dacker's who I think are probably one of my favorite teams in the league. Josh Allen at QB. DJ Moore, who was an absolute gun. He's got what? He played Tyler Boyd this this week. Uh, ben and Farley, they, they played Tyler Boyd. And great, great call against Jacksonville. And he's put up, you know, nine for 118 today. Fantastic. Najee Harris and Austin Eckler, two of my favorite running backs. Najee Harris coming around to more so, but Austin Eckler, absolute jet. Logan Thomas, solid tight end. Corey Davis, Decent in the flex, but he's got options in the flex. Javante Williams can be good on his week. Devontae Parker can be good on his week. That's where it kind of stops, though. Robert Tonyan, eh, like, you know, what he is, he's a touchdown-dependent tight end. Then at the back end, though, he's got KJ Osborne, Derek Carr, Peyton Barber. KJ Osborne, again, showed why he's the third wide receiver on the team last week. Barely had anything. Derek Carr, though, solid. If Josh Allen goes down, then great. You've got Derek Carr. But again, I don't know if I should, would waste a bench spot on a quarterback. Peyton Barber, surely he'll get, um, you know, put back on the waivers, back uh, back on the free agent list when uh, Josh Jacobs comes back. Either way, starting-wise, in terms of what he's putting on the field, fantastic. Just be careful of injuries, as we all should be. But, nah, real solid team there from Ben Farley. Uh, Farley bringing some real class back to the Green Boy Dakers. If you followed us last year, we mentioned uh, and listened to some of our TFL pods on our home league. Well, Ben, let's be honest. He wasn't quite as focused as, as he could have been. Farley's come in and Ben and Farley, great team, working really well together. Love what they bring to the table. Farley shoring the ship and providing the TFL with a fantastic roster. Really good roster. So love that. Love that. And that's it. There you go. We've run through everything. It's a bit longer than I thought it would be. We've got 27 minutes here. Whew, that's a lot of talking. Either way, Guys, love love the TFL, love our home league. We're not going to be able to talk about it every single week because, hey, it does take a bit of time. But probably planning every four weeks or so, we'll do some check-ins. We'll jump in, see how everyone's going. And Arch will have his say too, I'm sure, as well as time goes on. But either way, that's it from me. We're on the boat from the TFL. 
no ads, no nothing this week. It's it's uh, for this kind of pod. Just all home league, all for the fans, all for you guys at home. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time.